Hello. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here with us. We have a terrific speaker tonight. Her name is Karen Levy. She is a co-founder of ICA, a unique consulting platform connecting art with tech and Asia, and co-owner of the prestigious DSL Collection, a Chinese contemporary art collection that is less about amassing objects and more about a long-term vision regarding how to share it with as many people as possible. Here is where it gets even more noteworthy. The DSL way of sharing has moved away from experiencing the encounter with an object to experiencing interactive exhibits and recently beyond that, towards designing platforms that enable two-way dialogues, multi-user content creation, collaborative activities, and social learning practices. We're going to start with Karen telling us a bit more about the most recent and I would add boldest project of the DSL collection. Thank you so much, Alexandra, and I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you, uh, Agora Digital. So just to, to tell you briefly about DSL, uh, we started to collect Chinese contemporary in 2005. It was more of a new type of collection we wanted to create because my parents started to collect Western art before uh, to build a collection with principles and more of an entrepreneurial project. Uh, the principles were to build a collection that would be limited to 350 works, but also that would be accessible and that we will change the collection about 50% during the year. And the idea was really to bring this collection to digital. Since 2012, we started a museum on Second Life. Then in 2017, a virtual reality museum that we created with a, a tech company. And we decided to evolve the project since 2017, because right now, as we are speaking, we have a virtual reality museum in Pingshen Museum in Shenzhen. So people are able to experience art differently with this project and are able to really see the crossover between the virtual reality eight works of the collection have been digitalized. And what is really is that people are connected at the same time together in one room. So it's a real social kind of uh, project. And I think tonight we are also going to talk about the video game of DSL that will be released in March. The video game is called The Forgetter. And it is a video game that we've been working on for almost a year with an incredible uh, tech team in uh, Asia. They are very young. We created this DSL game about, you know, the artist's memory. So all about the artist and people will interact with the works of the DSL collection. And it's a real to have a video game with DSL collection. Thank you so much for that. Uh, can you tell me more about how did you choose the creators of the game? How did that happen? You know what? It's incredible. Since the inception of DSL Collection, I would say that the projects have really come as opportunities because of the decision of having a collection to be as a cultural project. My parents are both entrepreneurs in fashion and in digital. The idea really was a network, but also a real network that has been around the DSL Collection since the beginning of it, I would say that it really happened to an evolution with the digitalization of DSL. And what is really interesting is uh, I think more we are 
evolving with the, the digitalization to open new doors, to open a new audience for DSL, the more we're having younger tech team. <laughs> so it's quite <laughs> interesting to have, I think for us, a team that is, is, is really young and, and they are, I think, bringing a new blood. They have this digital millennial kind of you know ideas and 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 they they know exactly where where they're going they both uh, have a background of gaming but it's the first time they are doing a video game and we are following the project every week what is really interesting is also that we now have a marketing strategy around the video game so the mm -hmm. two tech team and the producer of the video game with us are alan and Alison. So Alison is more in charge of the designing of the game and Alan is more in charge of the social media. We also they also have now friends and the, the, the gamers actually who are helping them to succeed in, in evolving with the video game. And uh, what is really interesting is we're we're going to launch the, the video game on Steam. So you know, this platform where you have the video games to date, it's a whole process. I think this idea of the video game came from the context, you know, uh, today the video game, uh, when we see it is 1.5 billion users on only Asia Pacific. Yeah. And next year is going to be an increase of 20% gamers. It's a massive massive industry and we're glad to be the first one to experiencing it with DSL. It's challenging and maybe the work, the video game will work, maybe not, but at least it's a whole process and that's what we like about it with, with DSL. It's really to open new doors, to open new experiences with the digital and video game is, is a must right now and, and we see it as well with AICA in, in the cultural sphere that we need to really get and evolve with the game today, the video game. Absolutely. Very wise, I have to say, for collaborating with people who are very fluent in the medium because most of the daring projects usually fail because people who are not in the thick of it, they, they don't play video games. They're not very wise also for with young creators as well. But tell me more about the process. So the narrative kind of struck me. If you want to tell, tell them more tell about more, it. Yes. I think it would be really interesting to see some images. What is really interesting with the Forgetter, it, it really came from the collection, but it's also coming from what the, the team, Alison and Alan, decided to create around the artist's traumas. Because we believe that, well, they believe, and we believe as well, that the artists have a lot of pressure and they have social pressure. So it's all coming from the traumas of the artists on their creation. And during this game, you will actually be able to help the artist to erase this bad memory. Uh, and so they will tell you more about their arts, works, and how they created it. So you have the whole process on the creation of the artworks, which is, I think, very interesting. And we actually, it's very interactive. So you have to gain more points, you know, to be able to see the different artists. And it is interesting because you are, you're going to have smash objects, you're going to have the artworks that are going to be extremely different from every room. It's really like a path around the artworks and the artists. So it is really based around art. It is with the gaming principles, images. 
and but you know you it's kind of like interactive and educative as well like mm -hmm. you, you can really educate yourself as well on the on the artworks which i think is is quite interesting mm -hmm. you're gonna have different characters and the images are incredible i mean it's 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 really interesting to see the quality of it you know and to see the artworks of the collection uh, being in the game on on how you know you see it as as a perception uh, well the surprise will be uh, released in march but they, they are a whole process around the artworks uh, they've been studying also the, the artists they selected the artworks and to be honest we've we've let them do as they were thinking we didn't had too much involvement in the process which i think was interesting because of course the game is for millennials for the gamers industry. So we, you know, coming from a collection, we also had to evolve our ideas around this industry and we had to learn and we had to had many discussions around it to understand how it is, to understand, you know, the path around the game. It's really interesting. It's challenging and very interesting. And, and I think it's not only, and the, the DSL from the beginning is not only about the object, but it's also about the ideas, the projects. So for us, the DSL has really its DNA in its game because it's also to, to showcase the artist of the collection, but with a new type of experience. And I think with this game, we are able to, to create it and to address ourselves to uh, millions of uh, consumers today. Of course, other industries have used uh, the, the gaming and uh, the luxury brands, the, but really for the art, I think it's a real premiere and it's also interesting to see it with Chinese contemporary art. Of course, other museums have done games before, but this is really about uh, collection, uh, collection DNA of innovation, but also to go into the gaming environment to really create the artworks in this environment. And uh, we, we, we're going to make a lot of, you know, promotion on, of course, on social media, the, the Alison and Alan already posted these pictures, they started podcasts. So we're involving a community and they involve, they're involving a community as well. So, you know, people can give us positive and, and or negative feedback so we can we can progress in this game. And this has been really fascinating. Karen, I, I read that one of the creators also has a background in global art history. So you kind of find a common language with them and the fact that they got so involved in the educational part of the collection to not only use the artworks as content or backgrounds, but actually, you know, educate yeah. people about them. That's very, very interesting. Yes, no, no, exactly. And uh, it, it's important because it's around uh, art collection to have some, also the team to understand and our partners to understand where we're coming from with the art because it's very different from the video games you would see. So we had to really adapt it as well to art. I think we are, we're following, um, as I mentioned, the artists, the artworks. You're able to see the, the medium of the artworks that are used and you're brought in a completely new environment, futurists and, and very specific to the game. But still, you know, the artworks are here. The artworks are real because we, collect, mm -hmm. we collected them with DSL. But as the VR we used to show uh, since four years, I think what interests us is to bring this new type of experiences 
And I think today the gaming is also a way of uh, of showing, you know, uh, not only the art but also the experience of the user and uh, how you would feel in these environments. So you will have the art, but you will also have the gaming environment combined together, and really interesting to try it. I also wonder if the stories you really enjoy getting behind the artworks, the humans that created them, the region where they were created, the cities. So how much of the stories of the artists did you share with the creators of the game? Well, it, it was a long process because, of course, we have uh, 350 works in the collection. So we had to select some, some of the works. But the selection was really, again, made since the beginning with, with the team, with Alison and Alan. They are in their 20s, so they were fast learning in terms of the collection, <laughs> about the collection in the art ecosystem I would say my father spent a lot of time you know explaining to them about the collection how we started DSL we also had the chance when we when we started the, the collection to go and see the artists to see the artist studios we have a lot of images archives around mm -hmm. the work so mm -hmm. it made it also easier I would say to to select what which images uh, what kind of characters what kind of dialogues you wanted to have in, in the game and I think this is really interesting it's really like a movie you have to go through <laughs> you have the creation the synopsis then you have now the the whole promotion and and still you know the game is is developing it's a so complex world system. you have a lot yes, yeah but it's fascinating and it, I must say the experience of creating this game is it's a whole new experience and it's it's bringing so interesting conversation and and uh, and also to arrive to this gaming industry is quite particular so you really need to have like a team to help on getting to to be uh, relevant because I think this is the DSL collection is also to adapt it itself to challenge itself and I think it's important when you are in, in the art is how you can adapt and how you can also think of different audiences how you yeah. can engage with them so the game is i would say a, a result of all the questions we had with the mm. collection mm -hmm. i wonder if it's a multiplayer game is it social in any way the game will be social yes i mean it's on on different uh, platforms uh, and we hope people who, of course players as as game will be able to connect to each other mm -hmm. uh, what i think it's uh, it's going to be interesting is uh, so steam is one of the biggest platforms so it's great but what I think is interesting because it's around uh, DSL collection, it's with art and artists, we can also use the other social media to share it. So it's very different. We're promoting it in the arts and in the gaming mm -hmm. um, ecosystem. So we hope, you know, it will be very, very new for, for both of them because uh, definitely. Yeah, Video games is uh, very unique right now, and it's really about promotion, but also to have the feedback. But we had really good feedback, and and the teams are really working on on level and making the developments based also on the feedback they have, so they can progress. But it's incredible this gaming industry. The the gamers are helping each other, you know, on on the game. So there's a lot of discussion, a lot of exchange, which I think is is very relevant. <laughs> wow, uh, it's absolutely incredible.
One thing that could be considered traditional is the way you acquire artworks. How has that changed since the beginning of the pandemic, considering you can't travel that much, you can't visit artist studios? I would say through digital right now, <laughs> even more than before. <laughs> before we had it, we had the preview of the art fairs, galleries uh, on PDF. And right now it's the common, I would say, um, mm -hmm. Uh, sharing or knowing the artworks and to browse around it. I think for DSL, it's, it's interesting because when my parents started to collect, they really, again, wanted to collect differently. And, and they became good friends with, of course, the artists. Some artists from China are based in Paris. Mm -hmm. So they managed to have, for example, with Yang Zhexiang, Martina, uh, his wife, the possibility to speak to them and to really discuss, you know, about the collection. So we had curators and artists involved and part of the project, I would say, of the collection of DSL. And that's really interesting because it was the guanxi, the words that you should look at this artist. The artists in China were welcoming us in the artist studios. And, and it's true that today um, we still have this, this, this connection, mm -hmm. of course, with WeChat. Um, we, uh, we recently uh, bought uh, some digital uh, art. Uh, and uh, and uh, of course and um, and you know it's uh, it's interesting because it's uh, it's a whole process again on the on being connected but uh, we, we are we are extremely lucky and 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 to have you know friends in in, in China that communicate with us the artists feel very comfortable to send us their new works uh, the mm -hmm. galleries as well and. Uh, And don't forget that in 2005, there were very few international collectors. So uh, there were um, Uli Zig and the Ulens, for example. Yeah. So we, we were, of course, brought um, and, and had a, a very, I would say, a private relationship with the, with the artists, with the curators. And that was our chance, I would say, on, uh, on, mm -hmm. on the building of the collection and, and finding the artworks. And I also think that... You know, as uh, as I mentioned, building a collection around uh, principles um, also made us realize what type of art or art, artworks we wanted to collect. So for DSL, it's it, it's always been uh, uh, to 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 collect artworks of uh, monumental size. But today it's. It's less <laughs> the case, but we still have a collection of, uh, I would say, XXL works. Mm -hmm. Select the best works. We spend a lot of time on on searching, on discussing with the artists. Um, and, and we want the, the works to be also quite accessible. So for us, it's important to, to you know, to, to, to have uh, access to it. Um, but also, I think um, it's, it's also works that are challenging that are provocative. That's what you find also in Chinese contemporary art. Um, so we'll start taking a few questions from the audience. Thank you for that super response. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let me see. Oh, Tamiko asked if you will give us a walkthrough of the gameplay. <laughs> Curious. I know. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I, I could only uh, with Youngmi uh, download some some of the images. But uh, you can follow uh, the Forgetter 
on Instagram and they post regularly about uh, you know videos uh, on the on the video game. Um, we will shortly have a, a teaser uh, of the, the video game, but currently um, we don't have we don't have it yet. But uh, very soon, we will make sure to send it to you. <laughs> Uh, so make sure you put your questions in the chat box if you haven't already. Um, meanwhile, I'll ask you another question if, sure. if you like. <laughs> so I was wondering, what do you think are the factors, besides the fact that uh, it is an international collection, that facilitated the collection's consistent adoption of new technologies? Let's face it, the, the mainstream art world is almost sometimes outright hostile to technologies. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think were the factors? Really, I think the, the the factors were first the personalities of my of my parents <laughs> to start with, <laughs> because uh, when I when I arrived in in, in, um, in in China, I speak Mandarin. Uh, I I spent two years there, and uh, we were we were we were quite impressed with the with the already we chat uh, all the technology they were coming um, and I think we were also uh, you know uh, uh, my father has always been uh, involved with technology uh, as my mom and um, and I think they, they they wanted this collection to be you know open to the public we didn't want to have a physical space this was uh, really a statement from, from from us from the beginning and more to try to have the collection to be nomadic so it opened uh, new doors, new spaces for us because we could, uh, uh, of course, um, uh, you know, uh, we want we we always participate to exhibitions, loan works, uh, physical, uh, with uh, with museums. But it it also um, was a chance to think differently with DSL on trying to be digital. And to be uh, uh, sharing the collection uh, to uh, the audience because we wanted to to be able to 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 experience for people to experience art differently. And with the, this collection, we made it as an example of you know building it with um, different technologies, showing it in different locations. While I'm speaking to you, it's in China, and, and maybe tomorrow it can be in Korea or in, in other places. You know, there's no there are no boundaries with this this technology that is um, helping us to to show the the the, the collection and uh, and I think with the video game we're gonna definitely have also uh, an impact on on the number of of people and the users of of the game and of seeing DSL collection works. Wonderful. So someone is asking if you can if you can please tell us more about how you developed or designed the educational aspect of the game? Yes, so actually the, the, the development and the design of the game um, came from first um, the, the discussion we had with the, the excellent tech team we have, Alison and Alan. And it's, uh, it's you know, always been a, an exchange together on, on you know, how to put the, the artworks, how to to bring it into the context of the gaming. So 
it's it's really been a, a lot of discussions and um, and the educational aspect was really to uh, make the artist speak during the game, make the works to be extremely uh, present and to see them as uh, real. Mm-hmm. So again, how do you have this relationship between virtual and reality? And uh, and I think the game is really uh, pushing boundaries on on this, and 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 we are we really tried uh, to to have the reality in in this virtual world. What are some of the challenges you have encountered, and the biggest changes you made as a result of this? Hello, thank you for this question. I think it's it's very interesting. So the challenge was to to ship and to exhibit uh, XXL works, <laughs> as you can imagine, because it's a it's a, a lot of the collection. Thanks to technology, we created a, a virtual reality museum. So. That was kind of, I would say, the mm-hmm. solution we, we could find for showing our work. And thanks to technology, we, we've been evolving with the, with the collection and to show collection anytime and anywhere. It looks absolutely amazing, I have to say. So yeah, yes. another question is, how do you balance the somber content of the artist's work with a general perception of gaming that it will be escapist and fun? Well, that's a very interesting question. Um, uh, so as, as I mentioned, the forgetter is um, allowing you to explore the artist's trauma. The goal of the game is to erase this trauma. So actually, the user will be able to benefit from the whole path during the game to have more of, I would say, a positive impact on the artist, on the works. So it will be extremely rewarding, even... And cathartic. Yes. <laughs> and and, and uh, so you will balance between destroying, you know, the people that are trying to, to be bad with the artist. Uh, but at the same time, you will evolve. And I think that is the purpose of the game, is to have a path and to evolve and to discover and to hear about the artist in a way that is very, very short. Someone else is asking... Are you always involved with the creative process of all of the artworks in your collection? Or the DSL collection's involvement with this game piece is a unique case? We've always been involved. It started when we start collection because we, the DSL, we have a lot of commission work. And one of them was eight years commission <laughs> painted uh, wow. by, uh, <laughs> by uh, 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 an artist uh, based in Beijing. So we met him um, really at the beginning of the collection. And I can say that it took him eight years. So every year we were going to see the, the work and the process. So we've always been involved on the works and, and it was a lot of discussion. We love this, um, the artist to be able to, to discuss about his works. I think it's very interesting <laughs> to exchange with, with the artist. I have one more question. You mentioned that um, you've recently collected a digital artwork. What would you tell collectors who are reluctant to to purchase digital artworks but they, they see the potential but they're just not ready or they don't know enough well first i would say that that's the beauty everyone has a different you know taste opinion this definitely uh, happening not to want to collect digital art but i would say that really digital art is collecting and it's the mirror of creating of creativity of our time 
So, of course, you have the risk of the conservation and the risk to, to be taken by the collectors of digital mm -hmm. art. But if you want to, I would first collect also the next generation of artists and collect artists of your time, you should collect digital art. From DSL, we recently bought artists on digital. One of them was actually at Hong Kong Basel two years ago, the last one we did. I can tell you that everyone, the public was taking pictures where I would say it has captured the, the public. So I, I definitely think it will be a, an art of our time. But then if you're investing only in art, maybe, uh, you know, uh, it's not for you, but you, I think it, it, it brings a lot of, uh, of contemporary and, and really interesting what the artists are doing today in digital. Absolutely. Thank you for that response. Um, 